This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. We got a word of warning, Harry Douglas, from one of my best friends in the world who heard that whole thing we talked about because you started it about the New Orleans Saints. Hey, you know, Bill Belichick's out there coaching a hot seat Dennis Allen. If things don't work out, you should make a play for him. He said, we almost literally, literally, literally caused him to start a four-car pileup on the Long Island Expressway yesterday <laughs> in Strong Island, New York. <laughs> man, there, there was a lot of people, man, that was tweeting us about the whole situation. Yeah. And, man, that's, that's, that's what I love about this show, right? We're able to give the people the information that's needed. But, yes. you know... We're not going to shy away from having fun and having a good time. And let the good times roll. Absolutely. That is the mantra for the show. That's and right. as a matter of fact, here, that's a motto when it comes to Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. We just want to make sure we don't cause any accidents, family strife, lack of productivity at work. We're just here to be the accompaniment, not be in place of what you're trying to do, no matter where you are and what you may be up to. We're always up to something anytime we are doing that, and you can join the setup as well on the Freddie and Harry call-in line at 888-ESPN. That is 888-729-3776. And don't forget about us on Twitter at Coleman ESPN and also at HDouglas83. So now that we got the Belichick New Orleans thing out the way... The main thing, the main thing. 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 The main thing with Freddie and Harry. Belichick could be in New Orleans next year, but he will not be in the NFL this year. We'll get to that. And what does that mean for him? And what does that say about the NFL not hiring him? Part of this coaching cycle in about 10 minutes. But now there are zero. Nothing, Nathan, nada. When it comes to coaching vacancies in the National Football League, Dan Quinn, former defensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys, now in charge of the Washington Commanders as a head coach. Mr. Douglas, what do you got to say about Dan Quinn when it looked like, at least I thought, that he was going to go back to Seattle? He goes to a different Washington, this one in D.C., not in the great Northwest. Well, you thought he was going back to Seattle, so did I. And then when I didn't see that happening, uh, I, I, I quickly thought, to myself that, okay, he's going to be back in Dallas. They're going to run this thing back. But then we got the news today that he's now going to become the uh, head coach of the Washington Commanders. And I think we can sit up here and say the Daniel Snyder days yeah. because, right, mm-hmm. um, that's not that's not Dan Quinn. Absolutely. Right? So yes. the Josh Harris group, they're moving on from things. And I know a lot of people uh, that are fans of that organization, they're excited about a new start. And now this group finally has their guy to be able to do that. Now, what's fascinating about this job is that they have the number two overall pick. And everyone in their right mind expects them to pick a quarterback. I think what's also exciting about this job is that they have the most cap space when it comes to being being able to sign free agents more so than anyone, right? They have $83 million, over $83 million. Uh, That's first in the National Football League. Now, the thing I ask – not asking you, Freddie, just in general, right. who is Dan Quinn going to bring as his offensive coordinator? Because I believe that's in, more important than anything. Mm-hmm. Because in modern football, when you got to scout score people, you can be a defensive guy all you want, but if you don't have the right guy over there for your offense and your quarterback, it's not going to matter what you're going to do on that side of the football. It is very important what you just said, Harry Douglas. This hires something that a lot of people say, yeah, we should have expected that. Dan Quinn, he has been able to rehabilitate his 
coaching persona after what happened with Atlanta. He goes to the Dallas Cowboys. He made them a right and ready defense because they were terrible before he got there. He gets a second chance to be a head coach in the National Football League. But if it's going to be better the second time around, he better make sure you find a guy like the guy he had in Atlanta. Now the San Francisco head coach and Kyle Shanahan, because when he was the head coach and that guy was calling plays, Kyle Shanahan, you know about that offense. Well, you played in that minute, offense. Freddy. You know exactly what that looked like. You mean like the four guys he had in Atlanta? Yeah. Where you talk about Kyle Shanahan, uh-huh. Matt LaFleur, mm-hmm. he had Raheem Morris, mm-hmm. and who am I missing? I'm missing, mm-hmm. I'm missing one other one. That's three head coaches right there. I mean, there you go. You just explained oh, it. Oh, Mike McDaniel. The, the four of them, right. All four of those guys. On the same staff. On the same staff in Atlanta. So wow. now I'm looking forward to seeing who who is he going to hire as his offensive coordinator. Now, he kind of got a raw deal because he was the last team, the last coach to get picked for their uh, for their for for the Washington Commanders, right. so you look at all the offensive coordinators and everyone filling up their staffs that got picked as a head coach previously. Right. So now you kind of got to play pick them and get the leftovers. But if you have someone that you feel strong about, mm-hmm. and that guy coming it comes and has production, then you're going to be in good standings. I think a, a guy like Dan Quinn defensively, you have a Jonathan Allen, you have a Deron Payne. Yes. Those are two solid pieces on your defensive line mm-hmm. to be able to be disruptive and, and wreck things. And I, I've been to a lot of Dan Quinn's practices, right, when he okay. was in Atlanta. He's going to teach his players defensively to be violent, always attack the ball. That's another reason why we've seen the Dallas Cowboys over the last three years be able to take the football away and be violent when they arrived at the football. Now, the only thing for them, they was just a little small at linebacker. But he understands this division. They were tiny at linebacker. Oh, they was tiny. Not small at linebacker. Itty they bitty. were tiny. Yeah, they were definitely a bunch of itty-bitties. <laughs> itty-bitties work if, let's say, you got children and they're running around as itty-bitties. Yep. At linebacker, itty-bitties don't work in the National Football League. No, but he, he understands the NFC East, right? He understands yep. the Dallas Cowboys. He was just there. He see them every single day. He understands, you know, how to get Dak, how not to get Dak, what not to do. But also, when you look at the Giants and preparing for them, Shannon Penn and Devin Kane, yep, you got to deal with Dan Quinn again. I know he gave you guys nightmares. The Philadelphia Eagles, he understands Jalen Hurts and company. Now, they have a a, a new uh, offensive coordinator, but it's not like he wasn't there with Kellen Moore either. Right, so he's going to understand some of his tendencies and some of the things that he likes to do from an offensive play caller standpoint. So, really looking forward to seeing the new regime. Right, that's everyone when it comes to the Washington Commanders and what they can be in the future. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together, and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. So, what went into this decision by the Washington Commanders to hire Dan Quinn and not a good amount of other people that are out there that have more pedigrees with the coaching in terms of a Mike Vrabel or a Bill Belichick? Adam Schefter, ESPN NFL Insider on the Pat McAfee Show, explained it like this. First and foremost, they had the GM that they wanted. They got the guy that they wanted right away in Adam Peters, and they hired him out of the box. That was something that was important to them, and they got that done. And I think that they were of the mind that in a perfect world, they weren't going to be pairing a first-time GM with a first-time head coach. And so Dan Quinn checks the boxes there in that regard. The other thing is when these organizations are going through this hiring process, they make a lot of calls. And they get a lot of calls from a lot of different people, endorsing candidates, recommending guys. You got to get to know this guy. I'm telling you about this guy, vouching for this guy. I know that the commanders felt like they got more calls and more texts unsolicited about Dan Quinn with positive messages from people than they got from any other candidate. And you weaken a division rival when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. And it's not just the defensive coordinator that you're taking away from the organization. Guys always were willing to battle for Dan Campbell. 
I don't care who it was. I don't care if it was a high-priced guy or a high-volume guy or a guy that may got a few snaps here and there. You never, ever had the question if players were not going to run through a wall for Dan Quinn. Even if he did not have a great game call on the defense, the players continued to play hard for him. That's why a lot of people wondered that if he did not get a head coaching job this cycle when it comes to the National Football League, but Mike McCarthy seemingly on thin ice in Dallas with the Dallas Cowboys and the owner, Jerry Jones, saying, oh, we're going to be all in in 2024. Many people believe that if Dan Campbell did not get a head coaching job, if it didn't pan out for Mike McCarthy, Jerry Jones would have, gave, would have given him the Spanish Archer, you're out the door, and would have hired Dan Quinn. That's another reason why this is a good hire for Washington. You effectively have to have a team that won the division last year who are they going to replace a guy that always got players to galvanize around themselves, galvanize, galvanize themselves for him, and always played from whistle to whistle, from one to 60 minutes each and every Sunday for that guy that is now your head coach in Washington when it comes to Dan Campbell? What I don't want to be underrated is also Adam Peters being the general manager. He had an opportunity since 2017 to be with the San Francisco 49ers. He was the assistant GM the last few years. And what he's been able to do since being in San Francisco is see how those guys have been able to build things, Mm -hmm. hitting on third round, fifth round, seventh round picks, Mr. Irrelevant and Brock Purdy, right? Right. He's been able to see that, just like Rand Carthon was able to do when he was with the San Francisco 49ers and now with the Tennessee Titans. So he's going to be able to uh, find good talent Mm -hmm. with Dan Quinn. On top of having hell of a cap space with that organization and Mm -hmm. the second overall pick in the NFL draft. Mm -hmm. So they're going to try to turn this thing around very, very quickly. And if they are able to do so, you see how the Baltimore Ravens in that in that DMV area, Mm -hmm. they love the Ravens. I did the XFL, now the UFL last year and the D.C. Defenders was a team Mm -hmm. where fans showed up early and often. They had the beer snake. So they're waiting in that area uh-huh. for the commanders to thrive so they can go on and cheer them and have their own beer, beer snake. No doubt about that. I meant to say Dan Quinn, not Dan Campbell. Still got a little PTSD with Dan Campbell and the calls he made for the Detroit Lions in the second <laughs> half of that NFC Championship game. We go to the Dallas Cowboys because this affects them here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Weigh in. What does this move really mean for the Washington Commanders? They didn't go out to Bill Belichick or Mike Vrabel. They decide that Dan Quinn, former defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys, should be their head coach. Let us know on the Freddie and Harry call line at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. For the first time in a long time, Commanders fans, you can feel good about your team. There's some hope there as far as it goes because, like Harry said, you don't have to worry about the stench of Dan Snyder hovering over this organization. This is another step. They get past the 15 to 20 years of toxicity that was a part of that organization on and off the football field. A little birdie in my ear named Shannon Penn, our producer, said Andre in Maine is a Commodores fan. He wants to weigh in on this hire. Dan Quinn is the head coach at 888-729-3776. Dre Day, what you got? Hey, guys. Love the show. Um, Thank you, brother. Everything you all do every single day is, is fantastic. Thanks. Real As quick, Andre. Real, real quick, Andre. Where in Maine do you live, if you don't mind me asking? 
we live in uh, right outside of Portland, a town called Scarborough. Oh, absolutely. I, I lived in Portland for two years. I worked in radio there from 1988 through 1990. I know about the old port. I know about the Million Dollar Bridge. And believe me, <laughs> Scarborough, you go to Old Orchard Beach in the summertime yeah. where, where all the Quebecians and the Francois come down for yeah. the summer and everything like that. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, the Francois, huh? Me, Portland, Maine Look at you one, and Andre. Portland, Look at you and Andre. Portland, Maine is one of my favorite places to visit. Man. I love that area. No, we love it too, and uh, and you're absolutely right. You got to be careful when you go out there during the summer on Old Orchard Beach with the Quebecians. Mm-hmm. You never know what you're gonna see. Yes, <laughs> you don't want to see old men in speedos and black socks. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> Sound like me? <laughs> no, not like that. Not even close. Andre will back me up. Not even close when it comes to that. Drake, what you got about the commanders as a fan about their new head coach, my brother? Hey, it, it's tough. It's tough, right? Because here we are. We're born and raised to hate Dallas. And now here we are. We're bringing in, you know, somebody from our dreaded um, rivals. But I, I think it's going to be a very good hire. Of course, I think I speak for a lot of other commander fans where I think we probably should have gone with Eric. Okay. Now, we don't know if he's going to get that OC job, which I think he should be able to step right into. But that was probably Eric's job to lose, and it and it didn't help right then towards the end of the season how we couldn't put up points. But we'll see what happens. You know, new owners, new management. The only thing we can have, like we do every single year, is have a little bit of hope. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say this about Eric being in me because uh, I did one of their games out there in Seattle when they played against the Seattle Seahawks. And, right. and, I, and I literally thought during that football game that – the commanders were trying to pass the football entirely too much. When Absolutely. You have guys like Brian Robinson Jr. and also Antonio Gibson, right, in your backfield, and you know you can rush the football. And, 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 and Antonio Gibson and also Brian Robinson Jr., they're hard-nosed people. We, we've had them on the show before. Mm-hmm. I, I think you need to lean into that, especially when you had a young quarterback as Sam Howe in his first year starting at the quarterback position. Now, right. I, I think EB is a phenomenal coach. That's Eric Bieniemy I'm talking about right now. Um, but he could have helped himself out tremendously if he was balanced offensively mm-hmm. and didn't allow you know his quarterback to get sacked he, the, the commanders were tied for sack with uh, two other teams in the National Football League. And I think moving forward, that just can't be the case. You have to be balanced from an offensive standpoint. No doubt about that. Sean in Washington, D.C., what do you think about the Washington commanders taking the D.C. from the Dallas Cowboys and Dan Quinn and making him their new head coach? What's up, Freddie and Harry? What's up, brother? Uh, I'm kind of I'm happy they took that problem off our hands from a man that ran man to man all year long. Didn't want to go into the playoff race zone. They can have him. Also, <laughs> he is the same head coach that was up. Sorry, Harry, twenty eight to three and lost that too. So you know they you know Ray, we all, I'm from DC. Cow a lot of Cowboy fans live here. Mm-hmm. We always look at them as our little brother. They always pick up our trash we put on the sideline. So you know they can have him. It's all good. He's probably gonna take Al Harris with him. Well, it's all good. They're always picking about trash, you know. So, they can have Hey, Sean not playing today. Sean say, I'm yeah. coming at him. But not for nothing. You'd be amazed how many Cowboys fans live in that area. A friend of mine is a, a friend of my wife's, Phaedra, and her husband, Harry. Mm-hmm. They live in Washington, D.C. I'm amazed how many Cowboys fans live in the DMV. It was stunning. When, when they played against Washington this last regular season game, it sounded like a Cowboys home game. I'm listening to a game on the radio in Westwood One, and anytime Dallas did anything, I said, are they playing this game in D.C.? <laughs> because Cowboys fans are strong 
in that area. That's why Sean in D.C. said, man, y'all can have him. Y'all, yeah, we, they yeah, still our little brothers. Yeah, exactly. We consider y'all garbage men. We consider y'all commanders. Carry my pads. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure I get my water when I'm supposed to get my water. That's how they feel about that. Robin in Maryland, what do you think about the Washington Commanders hiring Dan Quinn, former defensive coordinator from the Dallas Cowboys, to be their head coach? Um, I'm pretty happy about it. For one, I think he's a good coach. Second thing is, it weakens the Cowboys. And I like to comment on what you were just saying about all the Cowboys fans living in this area. I got a philosophy about that. Okay. I think a lot of people in this area root for the Cowboys just to fuck their father because their father was a Redskin or Commander fan, and that's why a lot of cow. That's what I know a few people that do that. Okay. They like they like cow, they like Cowboys because their father was a Redskin fan. They want to fuck the father. Wow! Wow! I never heard that theory. Man, I I say this: we need more fathers to have a better relationship with the kids. <laughs> because normally if they those that. things are passed down from generation to generation. <laughs> yes, You're right. Lord. Although not for nothing, my dad's a Giants fan, and I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. And I think the main reason, well, number one, the main reason, because my middle name is Dwayne, Dwayne Thomas played for the Dallas Cowboys, and he spelled it the same way I did, D-U-A-N-E. So I was like, all right. And then my dad's a Giants fan, and they stunk in the 70s. My Cowboys are treating them like stepchildren. So I had to, it but, automatically But not made only it. that, uh-huh. you're also a Giants fan. No, no Jets fan. Jets fan. Yeah, I'm so, that's right. Sorry. No, you can't have two teams and root for in the same division. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, you can't have two teams, period. But yeah, you choose yes, two, you can. but yes, to you each can. his own. Yeah, we, we don't live in a country where we have martial law, where you can't have these <laughs> things as far as that goes. We can't have and I, and that. And I also I apologize, man, saying that you're a Giants fan. That slipped out of my mouth by mistake. Okay. Uh, that's for Devin and, and Shannon, that is. It, I apologize for that. It could have been worse. You could have called me an Eagles fan. Nothing against Eagles fans. But as a Cowboys fan, and confuse me with Eagles fans, mm-mm. we move furniture when those kind of things happen. <laughs> we can't have that at all. Dennis in California, what do you got to say about the Washington Commanders' new head coach that used to be the D.C. for the Dallas Cowboys and Dan Quinn? Um, I think it's a good hire, and um, I like the fact that his players will play for him, which is kind of something we needed similar um, with our previous head coach. They wanted to play for him, so that helps. But I mainly wanted to talk about the Cowboys. Uh-huh. Because I'm from D.C. Uh-huh. And, yes, there are a lot of Cowboys fans. But you want to know the funny part, too, is Freddie and Harry? Talk to us. Most of them may never even been to Dallas. <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's not lying. That's strong right there, Ser- now. Seriously, he is not lying. There are a lot of Cowboys fans living in New York that have never been to Dallas. There are Cowboys fans everywhere because they become America's team. But there are plenty of Raiders fans that have never been when they played in Oakland. Now they're playing in Las Vegas. Plenty of fans that have been able to migrate around the country, but he is spot on. There are plenty of those fans in those areas that they got a chance to go to Dallas, they would, but have never been there to see their team. Well, that's probably why Jerry talk as much as he does then. Nah, he's just Jerry. He's going to be able to reach all of his fans. Well, that's definitely true. Although I don't think I want him to be our spokesperson (laughs) for Cowboys Nation based on previous events. I don't know if I want to sign up for that anymore when it comes to Jerry Jones. But hey, I'm not surprised they have a Super Bowl caliber team. They have Super Bowl caliber talent. I don't know about a Super Bowl caliber team. Both cannot be true in this situation. You can have talent, but that doesn't mean you're a team when it comes to that. And Harry, ding, I know you. I know you're trolling. I saw right through it when you said. That. <laughs> Look at you. 
See, you can't. You can take the man away from the devil. You can't take the <laughs> devil out of that man when it comes to you. <laughs> my horns showing. Get down, oh, horns. Oh my goodness, horns, pitchfork, fire everywhere. <laughs> one last one from Lonnie in Florida. Lonnie, what do you think about the Washington Commanders hiring Dan Quinn, former defensive coordinator, of Dallas Cowboys, as their head coach? Uh, I think it's a major fail. The new franchise. It's been proven already that. It's a quarterback-driven league. All the offensive-minded coaches are thriving, if you see that with their teams. And the defensive guys, on the most part, have been struggling. And on top of that, if you watch the last game, didn't Dallas' defense with Mikai Parsons, like one of the premier defensive guys in the, in the uh, game, they got crushed. And a lot of games, they didn't show up. He's like a has-been. He's been recycled. I think they could have gone out, got someone more offensive-minded. You're going to have a top-picket quarterback. I see it as a major fail, and um, the recycling stuff has to stop. I'm sure there's a lot of other people got could have got an opportunity. I'll just bring up and listen. Ooh, he was he wasn't strong. Lonnie in Florida was he was strong. <laughs> Not S T R O N J S K R O N G. Strong when it came to Lonnie in Florida. Now, here's the thing. Like, I, I've been able to see Dan Quinn, and, and when he was in Atlanta, I think the last uh, year and a half or two that he was there, mm-hmm. I thought he was too stuck in his ways. But when you get an opportunity to see things from the outside looking in, right. I thought he did a better job of that um, when he went to Dallas, right? Being yeah. able to do multiple different things, being able to play Michael Parsons in different positions and mm-hmm. scheme-wise. Uh, we we got to be realistic, too. Now, they ran into a situation this year where Van Der Esch got hurt, right? So they tried to, they had to improvise a little bit more, and they probably wasn't uh, from a, from a uh, uh, schematic standpoint. Not the – the the players right okay the if pieces you if, if, yeah. you if you don't have enough guys that you feel like could be middle linebacker hell I'm not throwing them in there sure so I'm gonna throw the guy that's probably too small that I probably trust more so than another guy mm-hmm. that's gonna probably mess things up on a consistent basis so that, that that's another thing we got to look at too now I'm pretty sure Dan Quinn didn't want to just play with a small guy the entire time. No doubt about Pers- that. Personnel, personnel is the word yeah, I'm looking for. You have to make do with what you have in the building, and he did the best he could. And when the Cowboys get those turnovers, now a lot of people talked about having smallish linebackers or smallish linebacker when they were doing their thing, especially playing at home before that debacle versus Green Bay in the playoffs. Keep weighing in at triple eight say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Dallas Cowboys lose their defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn, now the head coach of Washington. A lot of Washington commanders weighing in. That brand's pretty strong. They've been waiting for this. 888-729-3776. Like Stacey Lynn Moon on Twitter. She says, why in heck are we hiring a former Cowboy coach? When the last time we did that, it was a disaster. Please, Harry and Freddie, give me hope. Stacey, hang in there, girl. Hang in there, girl. That's all we got to say. 888-729-3776. Speaking of the Cowboys defense, one of the defenders is one of the few people that will speak up for his quarterback. Waiting to hear what Micah Parsons had to say next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry. Thanks for joining us on Sirius XM Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Don't believe me. We see you on the line, on the Freddie and Harry calling line. Want to talk about the Washington Commanders, high in the Dallas Cowboys, defensive coordinator Dan Quinn is their head coach. We are going to get to you. So hang in there, Triple H, say ESPN. That is 888-729-3776 because we know y'all got something to say about the Washington Commanders taking a Dallas coach and making him their head coach when it comes to Dan Quinn, the defensive coordinator. Your calls in a matter of minutes at 888-729-3776. Meanwhile in Dallas, on Wednesday at the Senior Bowl, Jerry Jones, Cowboys owner and general manager, because you know he just loves himself some Jerry Jones when he's talking. He said 2024 is about these two words. I would anticipate we'll be all in at the end of this year. So when you say is there any thought, uh, I think we'll strain her. Uh, we'll, we'll push the hell out of it. Okay. Is, that, is that doing something different than you had in the past in, in, in that respect? Well, it will be, uh, yeah, and it will be going all in on different people than you've done in the past. And uh, yes, I would say that you will see us this coming year not building for the future. It's the best way I don't say it. Okay. And that ought to answer a lot of questions. Okay. Not really, but thank you anyway, Jerry Jones. When Micah Parsons, Dallas Cowboys linebacker, heard about that on his podcast, The Edge with Micah Parsons. Sitting here, you know, they're talking about we're going all in this year, man. That's what I would hope for. You know, I'm 24 years old. I've been in this league three years, and i kind of seen it all, and uh, I hope that we go all in. I hope that we go out and get the players that we're missing because we didn't do that this year. You know, I hope that we challenge ourselves to become better and become greater for us. That man need better friends. And the reason why I say that is, like, sometimes – no, sometimes, Freddie, like, my, my, my friends that I have that, I, that I've known since I was little, of, of, uh, but over the last 15, 20 years, yeah. when I need to be quiet, they tell me to be quiet. And I think for Michael Parsons – he just sat up there and said, you know, I didn't seen it all. I'm 24 years old. My gosh. Uh, he's been in the he, National Football League for three years, Freddie. He's been to the mountaintop. <laughs> he's he to- gone through the river. He just told the world that he has seen it all yeah. at I'm 24 years old. He's gone through the fire and found the water on the other side. <laughs> that, that in itself just bothers me, man. But it also shows me sometimes you just rant and you're talking just to be talking. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's, mm-hmm. a, it's okay to put the mic down, man. Like I love his platform. Yes. Um, I'm excited that he's he does have a voice. But sometimes you need to understand what to say, when to say it, and what not to say. Yes, and here's where I'm not going to push back what you had to say. When it comes to Micah Parsons, Micah Parsons showed once again why a lot of people believe in him more than the quarterback. He wasn't afraid to say, "Well, why would we not be all in?" That was his way of saying to Jerry Jones, dude, why would you say something like that? Are you saying that we weren't all in in 2023? Is that what you're saying? That we weren't all in when we had the second best record in the National Football League. And we had an awful, awful, awful day versus the Green Bay Packers. It wasn't just the quarterback failed. Everybody failed. Coaches, players, 
everybody. So when you're going to push back on your owner, he did it in a very, very smart way. And I'm with you. Sometimes you got to have your friends say, don't say that. Please don't say it. For God's sake, don't say that. But if you're going to say it, that's the right way to say it, to push back against your owner. What do you mean, all in the 2024? Weren't we all in the 2023? Weren't we all in the 2022? He, he's saying to Jerry Jones, don't let the end result say that we weren't all in. And now we're really going to be all in the 2024. Well, he going to understand is Jerry can say what the hell Jerry want to say. And Jerry the one write them checks, too. Because Michael Parsons is going to come up for negotiations at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you, mm-hmm. you better know what to say and when to say and, and who to say it to. What's the old country song? Hey. You got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to shut up to get your money. And, and here's for all the people that are probably telling me, well, he's Michael Parsons. Mm-hmm. You know, he, Jerry got to pay up. Listen, one thing I learned about National Football League, mm-hmm. it was here before me. It was here before Michael Parsons. It's going to be here why why he's here currently playing. Absolutely. And it's going to be there when he's not playing. Yeah, there's no so doubt. So don't, don't no one man make the NFL and, and what the money these owners have? Mm-hmm. All right, thank you, Invincible, if you want to. Yeah, yeah. You, you're only in the NFL for a short amount of time. That money and passing teams down to generation after generation, yeah, that's going to keep going yep. in the National Football League. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together, and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Also check out how after Jerry Jones, Cowboys owner, general manager, said this about Dak's future, meaning his quarterback, with the Dallas Cowboys. Dak has done nothing to change my mind on any uh, promise for the future. I think I said in the deal that we'd go as far as Dak takes us in the playoffs. Remember that? Right. We'd go as far as Dak takes us. Right. And that's how far we went. Right. So okay, so my point is that doesn't change a thing. Where we'll go as far as Dak takes us. Okay, Jerry said that, and Michael responded like this. I do see a lot of people overreacting. You know, a lot of blame goes on to Dak Prescott because he is a quarterback, and people look at his playoff wins. But we gave up over forty plus points. What do you expect Dak Prescott to be? Do you expect him to be Superman? He cannot win games by himself. I've always said football. It's not a game of one man. It's a game of 22 men that go on the field, and you need to rely on every 22 guys to win that game. It's not relied on one individual, two individuals. It's a team that can play together as a group the best collectively, not give up big plays and not cost their team first downs and things like that. So I do not put down Dak Prescott. He is an all-pro. He has played a terrific game. Could have, would have, should have been an MVP. I wonder how much of that is two things, Harry Douglas. Number one that maybe Dak has more support in that locker room than has been led to believe when it comes to Dallas Cowboys. And number two, that was Michael Parsons' way of saying, everybody that's related to Cowboys players, shut up. (laughs) I don't want to hear from CeeDee Lamb's mother. I don't want to hear from my brother. I don't want to hear from Dak Prescott's brother. It was not all on him. Yeah, he didn't play well, but neither did we because he pointed the finger at himself. He said he wasn't out there giving up over 40 points versus the Green Bay Packers. I wonder how much of that was him saying, Everybody shut the bleep up about him because you guys were as much to blame why we didn't win and stop having family members speak out about Dak Prescott when you don't know what the hell you're talking about when it comes to guys see each and every day in this team and each and every day in this locker room. Yeah, for me, it was the offense. It was Dak. It was CeeDee Lamb. It was it was the coaching staff. It was the defense. Nobody did well when they went against the Green Bay Packers, right? And the Green Bay Packers was a bad matchup for them. And everybody, in my opinion, seemed like a deer in headlights. It wasn't just Dak Prescott, in my opinion. The moment was too big for just about everybody on that team, coaches included. 
and they ended up in the first round exit. Yeah, and even Mike and Parsons talked about the word embarrassment about how what happened that day versus Green Bay. You know, I couldn't even look at that loss or feel any type of way because of how embarrassed I felt. I felt, you know, the utmost, you know, just, man, it was just, honestly, it, it took me a while to even be able to show my face in the public. I, like, disappeared, like, completely. You may not want to hear what Micah Parsons had to say, but you're always going to get transparency with him. He said, I couldn't even face anybody. And I guarantee you he's probably saying, you guys better feel the same way the way I felt because that was an embarrassment by the Dallas Cowboys versus Green Bay. Yeah, I don't mind Michael Parsons saying that. You do better know, you better, don't direct nothing towards Jerry Jones. That's the man writing checks, buddy. <laughs> word, word to the wise. <laughs> hey, when you, Ain't got nothing to do with being a company man. It's called being a smart man. But, but the reason Micah could say those things because, you know, he's been through so much. At 24 <laughs> at years 24 of age. 24 years old. You're exactly. I wish you could have said, well, you've seen me, oh, Damian man. Woody, and Bart Scott. This morning, <laughs> get up. When they played that that audio of Michael Parsons and showed us that video, I was like, man, 24? You done been through? <laughs> My goodness. The stuff I've been through at the age I am now at 24, I was no nowhere near it. I don't know who had a better facial reaction. I don't know if it was you or Kimberly Martin or Bart Scott. <laughs> Or even the bishop, as they call Damian Woody, because all four of you looked at said, You've been through. He, he, he ticked Woody off. He really ticked Woody yeah, off. Woody, Woody just turned away. I thought he was going to walk off the set. No, he said he almost did. Yeah, I'm about to say. He looked like he was ready. To, all right, that's <laughs> it. I've had it. Off with the tie, off with the suit jacket. I'm going home to New Jersey. I ain't got time for this nonsense anymore. But, but, but I love Michael Parsons, man. He's a phenomenal player. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's okay. We all can be coached up in different areas of our life. No matter what age and how long we've been living and how long we've played in a certain, you know, uh, NFL or whatnot, man, we can all learn from from things. Yeah, all of us. No matter how much you've been through at a certain age, he's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together, and Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. If you're looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits, then do yourself a favor. Go to progressive.com/careers. That is progressive.com/careers and apply online today. You do not need Progressive to let us know exactly how you feel about the Dallas Cowboys, their defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn, no longer together. He is now the head coach of the Washington Commanders. I know you Commanders fans are out there. I know how you feel about this one way or the other. So Freddie and Harry want to hear from you in the Freddie and Harry calling line, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Your calls are next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. So what do you think? The Washington Commanders have a new head coach. It's not Bill Belichick. It's not Mike Brabel. It's not Pete Carroll. It's Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry on the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80 and always tell your smart speaker. They'll play ESPN radio. Let's hear from you at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We both think this is not a bad move, but we're not you. It's up to you to tell us what you have to say about Dan Quinn, the defensive coordinator of the Cowboys, now the new head coach of the Washington Commanders. One of our favorites, he is Wolf from Virginia. Before we bring him in, three, two, one. <laughs> Wolf, what you got about Dan Quinn being the new Commanders head coach, brother? <laughs> hey, you know, the best sports radio in the land, and not just because you sang happy birthday to a calling man. I appreciate that. Yeah, we appreciate you, version. Man. We appreciate you, man. I believe, you, you family. 
I appreciate it, gentlemen. Really, you got a spiritual fellowship going on there. And one comment, real quick, before I give you an answer to what I believe about the new head coach designation. I believe that position coaches are vital. And I wish occasionally, because you guys are on top of of it all, that you would mention those position coaches that come across with the team selection of a head coach. James Madison University just had that experience, and it worked out very well for that team. But when he left, when Tegetti left to go to Indiana, he took his entire coaching position staff with him. Hmm. I believe that it's good for the league. I just want to see good football. I just want to see the best men in their positions. Yeah, that's one of the things I was kind of echoing as soon as I heard he got the job is who is going to be on this coaching staff? Who's going to be his offensive coordinator? Who's going to be his defensive coordinator? Uh, are those guys going to be able to be on the same page? I would, I would hope if you're hiring somebody, you guys are on the same page. But uh, position coaches, and let me tell you why position coaches are so vital. Those guys are going to spend more time with the players than the offensive coordinator and the head coach. They're in the room with them all the time. I, I had phenomenal position coaches when I played Terry Rabisky. Uh, we did things outside of football with him. He showed up at our house whenever uh-huh. he wanted to, but we never felt no type of way because that's a relationship we had. Right. You know, Sean Jefferson just talked to him two nights ago. Uh, he, he was a strong position coach I had. Frisman Jackson, who's not a wide receiver coach up there with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I think it's important, man. It, it really it's imperative that these guys have good position coaches because they're going to spend more time with them than they are the OCDC special teams coordinator Mm -hmm. and also the head coach. Mm, That's a great, great point. Great stuff by Wolf bringing that in, and great job by you expounding upon that when it comes to Dan Quinn and who he has to bring in that's going to be as vital as him becoming the new head coach of the Washington Commanders. Blast in New Mexico, my friend. What do you got to say about Dan Quinn from a D.C., the Cowboys, now the new head coach of the Washington Commanders? Hello, how you doing, man? We're good, we're good. Blast, how are you? I'm good, bro. I'm good, man. Harry, or uh, I'm sorry, not Harry. Ready? Yes, sir. I need you to put your fingers together like you're praying, right? Okay. Your your index and your middle finger. All right. Like you're like you're like you're praying. Look okay. at those. Okay. That's how I feel like you and I used to be. <laughs> now put them apart. Okay. Put them apart like it's a peace sign. Okay. That's where we're at right now, my guy. Why? Why are we? Why are we apart like this? I'm a Philadelphia. I'm a Philadelphia Eagle fan to the uh, death of me, and you completely came out of the side of your face as being so rude <laughs> and bad. But really, you know, still foremost. Blast! You know, I got. Secondly, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead, second. go ahead. No, 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 no. No, this is your time. Secondly, uh-huh. secondly <laughs> Dallas didn't zero with. Mr. Dan Quinn, why should I be afraid as a Philly fan or excited or upset that Washington now has him as a coach? If I was worried about somebody being Washington's coach, I would say it would be Bill Belichick. Uh I would say it would be um, uh, uh, Mike Vrabel. Okay. But – no, no, no. They, they decided just to wet the bed and not pick up either one of those great coaches. Uh, so okay. whatever Washington wants to do, just help Philadelphia out a whole hell of a lot more. Well, if anything, blast my friend, respectfully, you have to worry more about your head coach in Philadelphia. Oh, do did, did I say something bad? Bad oh. Freddie, bad Freddie. But oh, I seem to bring some memory to our memory. Didn't my friend blast in New Mexico's Eagles team with? <laughs> Down the stretch. Oh, they choked. Even though they went to the playoffs and then <laughs> against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> and I love Eagles fans. I think they're fantastic. I love their passion. 
But as a Cowboys fan, you know, that respect line, Harry, can only go to a certain point. Okay, so I have to stop this nonsense narrative that people keep putting out there, right? What's the nonsense narrative? And saying that Dan Quinn did nothing with the Dallas Cowboys. Do y'all understand how horrible the Dallas Cowboys were defensively before Mm -hmm. Dan Quinn got there? Mm -hmm. He instantly made them one of the best defenses in the National Football League. Yes. You talk about sacking the quarterback, takeaways, that whole nine. I understand a lot of people are looking at the last game versus the Green Bay Packers or the San Francisco 49ers game or whatnot or the Buffalo Bills game. Right. I get it. It's okay. You're not going to have the best of days every time you play. But Dan Quinn made a damn difference, folks, and yes, I'm saying that in a, in, a, in, a, in a strong way. He made a difference in Dallas. We can't sit up here and keep continuously saying that Dan Quinn did nothing for the yeah, Dallas Cowboys. Because that defense, believe me, plenty of teams and players said, man, you can't let that defense play ahead. And even in tight games where they had to have a chance to get some stops, I mean, that Seattle game on a Thursday night where Michael Parsons came with that play to force an incompletion against Geno Smith. Yeah, Dan Quinn, you may not like the hire. If you're blasting New Mexico, you may not be afraid of the hire. But you can't discount that one of the main reasons why the Cowboys in regular season went 12-5, and 12-5, and 12-5. That defense was a perfect complement to the offense, despite what happened against the 49ers in the playoffs, against the 49ers in the playoffs, and then this previous playoff season against the Green Bay Packers. He is Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry. Bill Belichick not hired this coaching cycle in the NFL equals NFL passing him by. That's next. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.